surely someone wants to drive a big cat around. Yeah, and that was me. Jay, start the timer. Welcome to the Location Indie Podcast, a behind-the-scenes, unfiltered, no-holds-barred look at the realities of the location-independent lifestyle from two guys who are living that lifestyle. I'm Trav, and I started my first business about 28 and a half years after my son started his first business. <laughs> You'll have to explain. Uh, I'm Jason. We're the co-founders of the Location Indie community. You can learn more at locationindie.com. We're all about the travel, the freedom the lifestyle, and we keep it real right here on the show. Trav, uh, I don't know. I got lost there. And timelines are confusing to me. I don't really understand. It's very confusing. I, I guess after, at, later in my life than he did. So long story short, today we're going to be talking about the fact that I was able to launch an app, and we're going to get into all that. But who officially launched our app today? None other than my little guy, Wit, who's only three months old, who actually I made hit the little return button, the enter button that launched the actual app. So officially, he's launched his first business at about 90 days old. Then I launched my first one at like, whatever, 29. So he beat me just by a few years there. You'll have to um, put this in the audio archives for him to listen to when he's, I don't know. I don't know, 18 old or something. To, yeah, Old enough to understand what a podcast is. Although a podcast <laughs> probably won't even exist then, right? It'll Who get knows? Wit, if you're head. listening to this and you're 18 years old right now or something, be be a good boy. And um, yeah, I don't know. We weren't know. always this old. We weren't always this old, right? <laughs> um, yeah. I, anyway, I there's a photo too. They'll be going up on uh, Instagram, of course, for posterity's sake. So yeah, I just thought it'd be fun to like have yeah, him actually Instagram's push the all button. about posterity. It's a posterity vault, right? Like it's never going to wow. go away. It's always going to be there. <laughs> for posterity. So anyway, uh, the big news, yeah, n- not that Wit launched his first company, because that's kind of just goofy, but but technically he officially did do it. Um, but that Jay, after two and a half years, Wit was not even a twinkle in my eye two and a half years ago when I first decided that I wanted to do this project. And yet now, finally, it's actually the day that it was launched. And I, uh, I can't, it's kind of weird. It's like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders, but it wasn't always a weight. It was, you know what I mean? Like usually when you say a weight's been left off your shoulders, it was something that was like awful and now you've gotten rid of it. But in fact, it was something that was just there, but now I'm super excited because it's not like you just launch something and then, okay, it's gone. It's like the beginning of it. You should tell everybody what the app is. Sure, sure. I mean, we'll give you a little bit of backstory, and then we'll, and then I'll, I'll talk about why I wanted to use this as an episode idea because I think there's a lot of lessons that can be pulled out from this. So, essentially, if you like travel, uh, you're gonna like this app. It, it, we're branding it as basically the app for the spontaneous traveler, and it's an app called Jetto, J E T T O. Um, as we're recording this right now, it's only on Apple, so it's only iPhone and iPad. Sorry, Droid users, but we had a pick, and uh, you know. I got an iPhone and an iPad, so I'm not going to pick the other one. Um, And what it does is when good flight deals come up, 
it sends you a notification to your phone. It sends you a push notification. So you go on, you say, hey, here's some airports that like I would be willing to fly out of. When a good flight deal comes up, uh, send me notifications. Essentially, these are deals, Jay, that are you know, over 30% off what they would normally be, all the way up into to like crazy deals that are super cheap. And we'll get into that in just a second. And kind of a coincidence that happened yesterday. But essentially, it's like, okay, there's a flight from Philly to Oslo, and it's $400. And normally, it'd be like $700. We'll send you a notification. It'll show you what dates it's available. It'll give you kind of the ap- applicable details, you know, round trip and, and our bags included and stuff like that. And if, if you're like, hey, this is a great deal, this works with some of my dates. You hit jet here, and then it takes you to uh, somewhere to actually book. So you're not booking on our app because that that technology is very, very difficult to build in. Um, you have to pay like millions of dollars to like the booking machines and Google, who owns basically all the booking machines out there. But it'll send you, essentially, it gets you a notification, the deal into your hand right away. If you like it, you hit jet here, and it takes you then to somewhere where you can book it right away. So you're not missing out on a deal because usually these deals will go within a couple of days. And some of them, actually the one that happened yesterday was gone in less than an hour. So the idea is to get you the deal quick. You can say, yep, this is something I want to look into and then go and book it if if it is something that works for you. I'm not sure why you're not more enthusiastic because I've been actually quite surprised at your demeanor over the last couple of days. We've been chatting a lot this week and I'm like, yeah, man, this is awesome. Like, you got this app. This is so cool. And I downloaded it and I'm getting the notifications. And I'm like, I got a notification from your app. Awesome. You just been like, Mr. Uh, I don't know if you're like a Buddha on a mountain now, like with the, the legs crossed. And I'm just playing it cool, you're dude. Just, it's you're, no big deal. Yeah, you're just playing no, it cool. I, like, you're at this Zen state with it or like what? I'm super, super, super excited. It's, I guess I can't wait for it to get into the hands of more people. So, uh, up in in this in this last week week and a half when we've had a very few people like testing it like you and and a few other people it was cool so what i was doing every day was putting in all these deals and it was fun to like get the notification on my phone but i knew only like 10 or 15 people were seeing it so it was a little bit subdued like it was fun because i'd be like watch this my friends would come over and uh and i'd be if they had the app i'd like put something in and it would ding on their phone i'd be like that's awesome that i just put something in and i heard your phone ding so that was fun but it will be really awesome when there's hundreds thousands tens of thousands of people who have it because then i'll know man i sent this out and someone or a lot of people actually were able to take advantage of it you know it'll it'll be the um It'll be like the end product. Like it, the idea is that someone's going to get to get an awesome deal and get to travel somewhere, and that hasn't happened yet. Although I guess technically I did book one that I put up, the one to uh, New Zealand yesterday. So I'm traveling off of my own apt advice. So there you go. I guess first person. Uh, yeah, I guess you want to share a little bit more about like why it took so long and the whole backstory. Sure, and I think that's where the. I mean, there's always lessons, right? And there will be plenty of lessons from this app going forward. And and that's, I guess, one of the reasons why it's funny that it's not really a weight off my shoulders. It's like this amazing feeling that something has come to fruition. But I also know that just because it's built and out there doesn't mean like it's not done, right? Like there's t- there's a thousand things we want to do. But yeah, but it's a great idea. And it's like one of those, I mean, I think like, it's hard to get people on board with apps nowadays, but when it's so concretely like in their favor of like, hey, you're going to, if you get this, you're going to save all this money on flights and you love to travel, then 
it's a no-brainer, then that's when apps are really easy to download, I think, because it's like it's enhancing your life uh, in, in like a certain way. So kudos to you, my man, for the idea and making it a reality, which is exciting. And I mean, I know we only have 30 minutes, so we should probably get into some of the lessons here because I know there are a ton um, and you must have a, a mix of emotions right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's funny to think of, think back to all everything that's happened to get it to this point. So to give you a... A brief. Let's let's try to keep to like three minute timeline here. Although let's let's be honest, three minutes. Um, essentially, there are a bunch of websites out there that post when these good deals come out, and I started finding out about these. You know, three four years ago, uh, four years ago, I think was when the the first big one kind of took hold, and people started finding it. And I was telling everyone, go to this website. Like this is the, the, they'll find you good deals. But what would happen was Jay, if I sent this to like my mother. And I was like, hey, mom, like, there's a great deal. Check this out. It was these guys were talking in too confusing of a way. They were like, oh, go to ITA Matrix and insert this code and this code and this code and this code. And this is how you get it. And I just thought, I wish someone, because then when I post on Facebook and be like, guys, super cheap deal here, people would be like, well, I don't get how to book it. And I was like, man, someone needs to make something to dumb this down and just make it super simple. And that was about. Two and a half, three years ago, I had that that idea, but I was like, okay, well, someone will do it, and then no one did, and so I'm like, all right, well, someone A also also needs to make an app because instead of me having to go to these websites or follow these people on Twitter, I don't want to have to be the one who's proactive. I want the thing to be proactive to send it to me, right? So I'm like, someone should just build an app, and then uh, I knew nothing about building apps. So I'm like, okay, someone will. That was the whole thing. Someone will, and then. Like half a year went by and no one did. And I thought, okay. So I was talking, to, I, I had this idea and I'm like, someone should build an app. I already see what, like in my head, what it's going to do. I, I want it to be super clean, super simple. And I want people to go pick the airports that they're going from so they can easily filter it out. So they're not getting dinged every minute. Or maybe if they like, or someone like me, I set it to every airport because I don't care if there's a flight out of Los Angeles. If it's a good enough flight, I want to know about it because maybe I'll make my way to Los Angeles, right? Even though it's across the country. So I get dinged. When any deal comes out. But I thought, for most people, they're going to want to filter it. Oh, I only want to see stuff on the East Coast or around my area or whatever. So I met a guy at a party. He was like, this is, he liked traveling. He was like, this is really cool. So I'm like, we should build this app together. And he was a developer. So that was a year that we tried to build this app together. And it was a very painful year. Not not, not that he was hard to work. Like, he was a nice guy. We had some, he actually lived in the Philadelphia area. So we actually met in person. We sketched some stuff out. But what was painful about it was that it never, he was trying to do so much stuff on the tech side that it never got to anywhere that it could work. Like, he's like, oh, well, we can hack into the Google system and we can put the calendar on our own app and it'll work if we do it this way or that way. And so, like, it would work for a minute and then, like, it would, it would, there'd be a bug and it wouldn't work. It was, he was trying to do stuff so perfect. And that's one of the lessons that it never ended up getting anywhere. And so I'd be like, dude, we, we, we shouldn't do that. Like, let's make, like we can do Matt, we can input stuff manually. If we have to, that's totally fine. It doesn't have to be all automated. Let's just make something that's easy that people can download and can work. And so for a year, we kind of went back and forth. And again, no bad blood at all, but we just went back and forth and he was just trying to do so much. And I was trying to simplify it. And it was because he was looking at it through just the developer's eyes. Like, there's a huge problem, and I want to solve it. I don't care how it looks on the front end. I don't even care if it's usable. Like, I want to get to the core of this problem. Whereas I was saying, the core of the problem is we got to get this, these deals out to people, right? So um, that ended up fizzling. We decided to just dissolve that 
and it didn't go anywhere. Um, and I gave up on it uh, because it was a whole year that I didn't do that much work, but it was a lot of every month we were, I was, we were trying to talk about. Like, it was a lot of hoping. So it was kind of mental energy, even if it wasn't time intensive on my end. Um, and I kept telling people that it was coming out too, because you'd be like, we're really close, we're really close. So I tell Location Indie Community or like people on my email list, like, guys, I'm getting close to this. I was so excited to get it out. And then I'd have to be like, never mind. This yeah, isn't yeah. anywhere yeah, close. It's disappointing. To it's like out. constant disappointment, yeah. kind of. Right. So we stepped apart. We decided to not do it anymore, which is fine. And then I thought, all right, well, there's a lot of more people getting in this game of, of getting. Uh, sending out good deals. So someone's going to build it. So I went back to that. Can't wait till someone builds it because then I can tell the thousands of people that I know that would love it about this. And no one did. And I waited like another six months, eight months. No one was building it. All anyone would build was, hey, we'll send you an email when a good deal comes out. And I'm like, email's not good enough, right? Like, what if I'm not sitting at my computer every day? What if a deal's out there and it's only going to be five hours and I'm not checking my email? Like, why isn't someone building an app? So the idea was just, it was in my head. I'm like, there's so much room for this. So many more people want these deals. I had seen other companies who were sending out emails become very, very successful financially and the amount of people using their service. That I was like, there is a huge market for this and no one's doing it. So I met this uh, guy at a wedding uh, who was like kind of running in our same circles, Jay. Like I'd never met him before, but I knew who he was, uh, this guy, Nikki, because similar friends who are location independent, digital nomads, whatever. And I didn't even really know what he did. I just knew he, I don't know. I I knew he was techie. Like people in my mind fall into like non-techie or techie. I knew he was techie. So we started talking this wedding last January, January 1st of 2017. That was fine. We just became friends. And then you and I went and hung out with him when we were down in Austin in March. And then I knew, then I actually found out that he created the app for the World Domination Summit, which I had used before. I'm like, hey, that was actually a pretty cool app. I didn't know you did that. He's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, interesting. Like, it's easy to use, it's functional, it looks nice. And then I just thought, okay. So then when we met in Portland in July, we were talking about like ideas that we had had in the past that we couldn't get out of our heads. And like I said to him, the one thing I've wanted to do that I cannot give up is this idea of this flight deal app. And he was like, oh, that sounds pretty cool. I, I, maybe I could do that. I'm like, okay. And he gets it, Jay, because he's... It, it, the important thing with, with work with Nikki is he is a traveler who would use it and has used it because when I first met him in, um, when I first met him in Dublin for the wedding... He basically said to me, yeah, I'm here for 18 hours because we've got a really crazy flight deal, but like, I was only like, we had to leave here. and So I'm only here for 18 hours, and I'm flying to Barcelona because he had gotten like a $150 ticket. I'm like, at that point, I didn't think anything of it, but then I thought, all right, perfect. This is a dude who wants to build a flight deal app. Um, he had built an app before that I had used and liked, and he understood like the whole ethos of what we were trying to do and why it had to look good and how we, why we had to get it out quicker rather than like just solve this one problem and try to make it perfect so we sat down we talked about that and uh that was in july and so since july we've been trying to build it and what is it now january 2018 so essentially six seven months of actually going back and forth and building it and now it's here so that's a that's a long story not exactly short but that's the kind of timeline of of jetto yeah and now it's live and it's six months later and it's amazing that your dream app has come to fruition right I mean, it, it is, it, I, it is. And I think as we talk about it, some of the lessons I think people could pick up as we were going, th- as I was going through the story that the, 
one of the big ones is like if you and we say it all the time it's like beating a dead horse but if you try to be perfect you're not going to get anything done and that was a huge one the other big lesson for me jay is that all of us i think have ideas that we can't get out of our head hundreds of ideas go through our head a lot right i've had hundreds of business ideas throughout the years some are stupid some are good whatever but some go and off into the wind and you know you're passionate about it for a little bit and then it goes off or or you know you just kind of forget about it or someone else does it or what have you but i think each one of us has an idea or two or three that just sticks in our head and we cannot get rid of it and i the big lesson for me was that if you do have that idea and it stays there for a long period of time. I'm not going to give you a certain time frame because you'll know. You know, for me, it was like six months, no one built it. I tried to build it for a year, right? Then it didn't work. So that's a year and a half into me thinking about it. Then like another six months, I let it go and hope someone built it. So that's now we're two years in and no one did. And now it's six months after that, two and a half years total where we've built it. If something's in your head for that long, I think you have to give it a shot because there's a reason that it's there and that you can't get rid of that idea. So Jay, I'm interested to hear if you've had this similar situation where an idea just gets stuck in your head, you can't get rid of it, and what that idea was and kind of what came about from it. Well, the first one that comes to mind is my first online business, actually. I had the idea for years and not to get too far into detail because it's a little confusing, uh, but I used to work in the event marketing industry. If people have listened to my podcast, they probably know this. And um, if you've ever seen the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile, it's like a giant hot dog shaped car that travels around the country. It's been I doing mean, it for who, a while. Who hasn't seen the Oscar right. Mayer Wiener Well, there's this whole industry where they customize all these vehicles. They turn like trailers into stages and like cars into hot dogs and you know vans and the giant cats that promote cat food and all these different things anyway uh i saw all this waste going on in the industry and i also saw all these weird wacky vehicles that were like would be used on these tours and then they would just sit in like what i called the promotional marketing graveyard um it would just be like you would go out to like a shop that builds these custom vehicles and there'd be like just all these vehicles parked outside doing nothing but sitting there like vehicles that would cost like cost like a company a million dollars to make like literally it's insane. Um, so and they use it what for like one tour or something maybe for a year and then yeah, that's, i mean they might use it. it for three or four years even but then it's just sitting there and like all kinds of weird stuff just sitting around so um I had thought for years, like, well, why isn't like anybody listing all these things and like reselling them? Because there's all this used stuff. Surely these things can be repurposed. Surely you don't have to spend, you know, a million dollars to make a new one. You could take an old one and like retrofit it. So, um, but surely someone wants to drive a big cat around. Yeah. But I didn't, and that was me. But, uh, I didn't know like, how to go about doing that. I thought it was a good idea. And I'd even talked to some people in the industry and like, they thought it was cool, but I was like, how do you, how do I do that? You know? And, and that was the thing that kind of held me back, I guess for years. And it just seemed like a kind of a, like a weird, hard thing to do. And then I was like, you know what? Finally got fed up. I'm like, I got to do this because this has been hanging around for years and it's like still like nobody was doing it. You know, that's the big thing, right? You you kind of wait for someone to you're like, this is a good idea. I can't be the only one who had it. Someone needs to do this. And then they don't. They didn't. And they don't, so and, they don't. and what I did, like, you know, I think, well, like a good lesson, just listening to your story and like knowing we've talked about it a bunch is like, I mean, it's a lot of 
easy to kind of beat in your head with these things and keep these things to yourself. But like in your case, like to make it a reality, you had to partner up with somebody. And like sometimes that's the thing. Or for me, it was getting over the intimidation factor of like, well, how can I like broker you know, things like this. And how is it all going to work? And like, there were so many things to figure out, but I was like, all right, well, maybe you got to think outside the box a little bit. And I, I screwed up Trav in the beginning. I bought like this Etsy clone website from this company in China. Cause I thought, well, this is all going to be automated. And you know, people are just gonna be able to log on and exchange messages like, and buy and sell from each other. And, and the passive income is just going to flow my way. I screwed up, man. That wasn't the reality at all. And then I realized, well, duh, why don't I just like take like a, a, a basic like theme for listings and just repurpose it. And what I started actually with was just a business email address. I didn't even have a website and cause that whole thing was a fiasco. And I just uh, started getting in touch with people and adding them like manually to like a spreadsheet newsletter and just sending out. And I was like, Hey, does anybody have listings they want? We're like going to be, you know, listing all these things. The website's being built now, even though it sort of was, but not really. And people started giving me things to list. So I started this sort of newsletter that just with a a $5 a month Google business email. And I was like, you know what, when something sells, like I'll figure it out. The contracts I'll figure out the website, I'll figure out eventually. And I eventually did kind of took like 18 months to make the first commission, I think. But then, you know, I wasn't working on it very much once the website was set up. Like I was already doing business development in that industry. So it was kind of like, and this is another lesson too, like knowing your stuff. I mean, you have extra pack of peanuts where you write all about, you know, getting flight deals and travel hacking and stuff. So like you, this business for me was like a compliment to what I was doing already. So it wasn't like, it was going to work with it, which is huge. Um, so yeah, so then I ended up like getting that first commission for like, well, maybe I got a couple smaller ones before then actually I did. But then uh, I think, but that was the first big one. It was like 10 grand or something. And I was like, all right, this is dope. But yeah, and it was just cool to uh, to like bring something to life. And it also gave me momentum. Like, wow, I can bring an idea to life. This is my very first online business and it worked and that was exciting. So um, yeah, I, I love that you started, and I think this is why other people haven't built an app yet. People who have built successful websites with the flight deals haven't built an app because like you in that situation, they did it as simple as possible to begin with, and it worked, and that's great. And and that's, I mean, to their credit, they're doing a great job, right? And so that shows you, you don't have to build the fanciest, biggest thing. For me, now I want to come in and innovate on it and make it better, right? And and like do a better version, not not just do the same as what they're doing, but make a better version of it. And I think I, I just love that you had the same experience with someone's going to build it. No, they're not. No, they're not. Okay, I tried to build it just as I had, right? With And it didn't work because it was tried to be too perfect or, you know, for whatever reason, we failed our first attempts. I, me with that other developer, you with that Etsy clone website, and then got back to basics and said, all right, what can I do to get this get this rolling? And and then it rolled. And like you, I think I was also, the other good point in there and kind of the lesson is the, the idea of intimidation, right? You're intimidated. Like, who am I to broker these deals of $500,000 vehicles or a million dollar vehicles? And same same with me, I felt a little intimidated when I was meeting the first time. I don't even know if I've ever told Nikki this, the guy who developed the app. Um, I was meeting with him and we had been, you know, somewhat friends, but I was going to meet him in Portland. And I knew that I wanted to bring up this idea of working together on this app because I knew he could build an app, but he didn't know that. I'm like, oh, you want to go out to beers and talk about business stuff and all this. And so I was actually nervous. I was nervous. I was intimidated because 
I don't know. I You're always nervous when you're talking to someone about maybe starting a business as well. I'm like, well, what if he hears this and doesn't want to do it? I mean, there would have been no real fallout. But in my head, I'm like, oh, this this could work out. So I don't want to mess it up. And then, you know, we started talking about it. And he was like, oh, this sounds cool. And then he actually told me later, he was like, yeah, I was a little nervous because like, it's your idea. I'm just the one building it. Like, it's weird that on both sides, you're like, well, I'm just the person with the idea who's going to do the marketing and has the community. And he's like, I'm just the person who's building it and doesn't, you know, um, like both sides, people are a little nervous about it. But I do think the other key lesson, because you, you just like were shouting out lessons in there left and right was the idea that building something complementary to what what you're already in, right? Like this flight deal thing goes hand in hand with what we do at Location Indie because people love to be spontaneous. They love to travel. It goes hand in hand with what I do at Extra Pack of Peanuts. Your business went hand to hand because you're already in the event marketing space. Yeah. So now you're like, well, I know when these trucks and Catmobiles are coming up because- I had a lot of the contacts like I know everyone, already I, and everything. Yeah, I know everyone who's doing it, right? Yeah. You have to think about like what our actual business is, right? And if you take this app, it's a perfect example of- something that's like you're instantly in business right like it's free but then if you want to like see more more than however many deals then you have to pay to be a member of it but it's free and you can still give value to people and it's like you can create something like that before you have a blog and an audience and all these things you don't even need a website like i didn't have a but in both of our example well you have a website but i mean like you could have done this without a website right you could have just created an app like partner with somebody and created an app i I created my business before I had the website. So it's like, you know, you get so hung up on like, oh, I have to publish these articles and like, you know, build my blog and like get all my email. You do have to get people to market to and all that stuff. You also have to think, all right, like what can I have that's an actual business? It's like a product How am I going to make I can money? Offer. Right, exactly. And there are a lot of things you could do, I think, if you think creatively before you have like done even, a, you know, even have a, a web presence it's it's possible so i mean through email and everything like that there's all kinds of way to do outreach and get people to check out your things so um yeah so i think there's another big lesson there too right you come at like we didn't say i mean we came at it from the idea of i've wanted to do this but i already know how i'm going to make money through like through it like originally it was going to be just a you're going to pay to to have the app was my original thought um, way back in the beginning. Like, hey, you're just going to pay to have the app uh, like a small amount monthly. And then, you know, you flush it out a little bit. Then I'm like, well, I don't know. It'd be cool if people could have it for free. Like a lot of people use the freemium, uh, freemium version, right? Freemium essentially works. is like you can have it for free and you, and you can still use it and it's valuable. But if you want to see all the deals as opposed to just a couple deals a week, then you upgrade. And, you know, for some people... That $5 a month price point, or right now it's $5 a month if you're listening live, uh, special discount for Location Indie members. We actually are rolling out like just because of the launch. $5 a month, you're, you're locked in forever. You know, at that price, it might go up a little bit in the future, but the idea is like, all right, we can make money that way. And so someone could come in, no pressure, they can get the free version and they can see it. And that's what I like about that as well as they see it. They're like, this is really cool. I know these guys are legit now because I've seen some deals come in and I like how it works and I like the interface. Yeah, to me, it's worth this money. So I'm going to pay. So we we at least had an idea of this is how we're going to make money from it. And I think that a lot of people do, you know, a lot of times, Jay, you're, you're right. When we start businesses or we think of businesses even before we start them, the 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 monetary and and revenue stuff gets a little lost, which 
it doesn't have to be the main focus. We're not saying that because there's certain people in certain situations where they don't need to make money off their business right away, and that's great. But you do want to have an idea of what it's going to look like, even if that ends up even if that ends up not being the case. Like I don't make money off advertising on my blog, which is originally what I thought would happen when I started EPOP six or seven years ago. I thought, oh, I'll make it off ads. Well, no, I don't. But I had an idea. There's Yeah, there's sort of like this organic approach where you could just be like, all right, let me just put this thing out there and like kind of like see it evolves. I think you know, there's a line, like, I think it's a good idea, like we were saying here to have like an idea and, and, and to like, kind of go for that. But if you're really stuck, just putting stuff out there is going to be better than nothing. Because when you put something out there, then you start finding out about things, you get around people that, you know, are doing certain things or come in contact with you for whatever reason, like if you didn't have that out there, you you wouldn't have gotten in contact with them, you know, whatever. I mean, there's all kinds of sort of serendipitous things that happen along the way. So don't like, if you're stuck on an idea, just still like push forward and be doing things. But I think it's good to have a direction, right? And like when you pick a direction, then it's just a lot easier to make decisions because you, you know, you're like, okay, well, this is what I'm going to try first. I'm going to try advertising. I'm going to try this thing or that. You have sort of a mission and you can build your strategies around the thing you're trying instead of just like haphazardly, you know, publishing article here or like trying to Facebook thing there or whatever. You have an actual mission and strategy. Uh, by the way, we're just getting buzzed out right now by Chris. So um, I'm sure you have some lessons in here to add to wrap this up, Trav. Yeah, I mean, I think we've touched on most of them. The big lessons that, that come to mind is A, if, if you have something that's sticking in your head, and, and you can't get rid of it. Maybe you've tried it and failed before. Maybe you haven't tried it, but you're waiting for someone else to do it and it's just stayed in your head. I urge you to go for it. Um, it might take you two and a half years. Uh, it might take you not two and a half years. Hopefully it doesn't. But don't, if that idea is staying in your head, there's probably a reason. It means it's probably a good idea and it probably means that it's been validated like by other people saying they'd really like it, which kept happening to me. They kept saying, anytime I'd get a good deal, oh, let me know, tell me when it happens, text me, put it on Facebook. And I'd put it on Facebook and then like there'd be people sharing it. I'm like, I wish they could just have my app that they could get it, right? And I didn't have to put it on Facebook three different places. Um, so that's one. The second would be, you know, if you try to be perfect, you're probably not going to get anything done as Jay and I both tried to make it our thing kind of perfect at first and that and that didn't lead to anything. The third is, as you mentioned, putting it out there. Uh, that's how I end up with with Nikki being the developer. I put it out there to him, you know, as an opportunity. Um, the first guy that I met, I wasn't really looking for a developer. I didn't even know was a developer. I just was talking about this idea because he was saying he liked traveling and I was like, oh, I've always wanted to do this. And he was like, oh, I could build it. So, Putting yourself out there, big one, um, and and four, and we talk about a lot, but really just getting started, like moving towards it in some way, and um, and the compliment, and the complimentary aspect to your business, the complimentary yeah. aspect, right? Um, yeah, I didn't tell you about my failed app, Trav, because I had a I have an app dream too, my man. Um, and uh, maybe we'll save that for another episode. I I will tell you that um, it was called it was called Happy Hour, H A P P. Get it? Why? Um, yeah, I was going to be an aggregator of all the happy hours in every town. And I started working with a guy I met at like a startup, like sort of get together meetup thing. And I put like three weeks in creating the spreadsheet for like to launch in one city so we could get the app up and going. And like he just didn't hold up his end of the bargain. And it was super disappointing. And I never went for it because I went back on tour after that. And like, 
yeah, I was always like, well, not what could have been, but like it was a good lesson learned where like you can't, sometimes you can't just, you know, you have to just move on and find somebody else. And it, like like you did, you know, and I didn't do that. So the app never happened. And this was early in the app days, like before there, that was an app. So um, yeah. So, so now there's no happy well, hour. I, don't know. I mean, I'm there'll sure there is no, there one. Probably I don't know. is, but this was... Um, Check it out. If there isn't, Jay, then... Uh, no, man, you know, I'm, uh, you know, I'm keeping it in... Keeping it real, man. I'm keeping it complimentary. I don't do, I don't do happy hours. stuff. I do happy hours from traveling, but I'm not a, you know, it's not where I'm at. Happy hour kick. Yeah. I like how you did say that. Uh, maybe I'll save this for another episode, and then you just told. Yeah, us yeah. Story. I, I, so I, I couldn't. I couldn't help myself. Sorry. Awesome. So if you guys are uh, interested again, you can go to let's jetto l e t s j e t t o dot com, or you can search for jetto in the app store too. Um, and again, totally free to download. You get the free version. Check it out. There is a uh, upgradable platinum version. If you're someone who like travels a lot or wants to travel a lot, then you get to see all the deals. Um, you can check that out too because we are running a special deal for LI members. Uh, you know, for the next week and things like that. So congratulations, that Travis. Um, and now he has another business partner. So I feel like uh, he has another lover oh, in his midst. Stop, I'm kidding. Stop, stop. <laughs> this is getting weird. Chris, you should have buzzed us and cut us off way before. Um, if you guys are interested in, uh, in joining an, a community of people who are all looking to become location independent, whether they're building apps, whether they're building websites that sell cat uh, cars, whatever, doesn't matter. Uh, mm-hmm. Everyone working towards location independent and the freedom that's involved in that. Check it out, locationindie.com. That's where our stuff lives. We actually started a blog there as well. So we're, so we're putting up content, not just the podcast you hear. That's we're actually true. putting up content as well. So some articles have been going up there. Check it out. Uh, if you haven't seen the new blog part of it, go there, locationindie.com. And don't forget, sign up for the email list because we'll let you know when we open up the community again. Only happens a couple times a year. Yeah, and um, so, welcome um, to the new members. We're, we're just um, brought a bunch of new members in. We're really excited to have them. So 124 new members yeah. in the Location Indie, our January 2018 group. We have to come up with a better name than that, but that's, that's what they are. So thank you guys, everyone who joined this last go-around. Of course, all the veterans listening, you guys are awesome as well. And anyone who's not in the community, yeah, hop on the newsletter list, and you'll, you'll know then um, when we open it again. And if you want to be part of it, we'd love to have you. Absolutely. We'll uh, see you next time. Peace. Peace.